All right, I'm going to intro us. I'm going to bring us in. Okay. Uh, you know what to do. Just... Can we do the thing? What, what thing? The intro? Yeah, we're going we're, we're to do it right now. What about the song? Maneria. 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 Shut up, Nick. I like that. Nice and abbreviated. All right, guys. Welcome to Maneria. My name is Mike. This is Kaylin Chase. Hello. And you're listening to... Maneria. We've got a very special episode coming for you today because Kaylin is right now, at this moment, competing in a benefiting competition. Uh, competing in a competition. What is yeah. it? It is a uh, a competition to hopefully play the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, it's multi-tiered. We've been doing this for a while. Been staying alive in the rounds. Uh, it is a voting competition. The link is in the bio, and the winner artist gets to play the Hollywood Bowl. All the votes that everybody gets a free vote during the day. So if you see Every the day. link, you can just vote, click that button. Don't, no harm, no foul. They're not going to spam you. But if you decide to pay for some votes, all that money will go to suicide prevention. A wonderful, wonderful cause. We care about it. And uh, also it satisfies my urge of playing the Hollywood Bowl and stroking my ego. Fantastic. And um, not to go really dark here, but I know you've lost a few friends quite recently to suicide and substance abuse. Is that right? Uh, yeah, over the, I mean, long form, I mean, we've all been touched by it, but definitely uh, in the past few years, we've had some sad losses. Yes. Yeah. But we're not going to go all that heavy today. Um, uh, but since addiction to drugs and alcohol can be a huge factor in suicide along with like suicide, uh, social anxieties and financial issues there's a whole like list of stuff that can kind of you know not help the situation um but uh since addiction is part of them we're going to talk about addictions but we're going to talk about the uh, lighter side of addictions mm-hmm. now did you know that i was going to do this to you no well i i, I figured since you said we were going to be not going heavy and you did that i was like are we going to talk about like people who eat lint or Oh, the stuff like so. Yeah, I kind of felt pretty good about that. Yeah, just you wait. Um, really? So you have a list of things? Because I was just going to invent some, but this is way better. Yeah. Well, we can definitely invent some, but but I have I have a few real world addictions that we're going to talk about. I'm fire away. Well, before we get into that, oh, I'm before now we get primed. into that, here's where you know we have to we have to say a couple things here, and that is if you or someone you know is in an emotional distress or having suicidal thoughts, the Suicide and Crisis Hotline is now reachable at the easy-to-remember 988. Did you know they did that? Yes, just recently, right? Yeah, really yeah, recently. Last week, I believe, it came out. It's a very excellent idea. That's actually good. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's, nation- it's nationwide, so no long numbers to remember, just 988, and that's available 24 hours a day. And if you don't like to talk to people, there's also a crisis text line where they offer advice and referrals for anyone who feels they're experiencing any kind of crisis which can include drug and alcohol dependency, suicidal impulses, family problems, and other personal difficulties. And that crisis text line, just text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741-741. I can speak. And that's any time, day or night. And that, that thank you very much for giving that intel. And also, let's even if you don't have deep-seated emotional problems, but if you had a thought in the back of your head, like, if I did, I would opt for the texting... That should be the first adjustment. Like if, if you're if you learn to talk to people, people. No, I'm doing it. I'm. There's, it's good to have an option. Like let's say generation. let's say if you have one of these. Gener- that's a different generation. All right. Well, well learn to talk because it's stupid. Like to text. It's okay. Text. Text. You know, here's a text for you. Learn to talk. Send. Articulate your words with your throat hole. 
I think I'm, all that Caitlin's trying to say here is there's a lot of options, so just reach out to somebody. Sure, there's that's always what help I, available. That's what I said. Yeah. So uh, I want to start by talking about my favorite addiction, coffee. Mm. I'm a big fan. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, it really distresses me because I see people waking up and they're grabbing a coffee cup and they're filling it up with their shaky hands and they're being jerks. You guys remember that McDonald's commercial? <laughs> Which one? Uh, where It's like been a few years, probably like a decade, but the guy wakes up and he's like, I can't do anything without my coffee. And somebody like waves and says, he's like, I'm not having my coffee. Oh, yeah. He's being a jerk to everybody. And then he gets his coffee from McDonald's and then he's like, now I'm not going to be a cunt. It's like, what the fuck? Normalized douchebaggery. I That pissed me off so much. And <laughs> so the stigma, it's like I used to back in the day and I don't in the morning anymore, but I used to wake up and crack open a nice Bud Light. Really? And my friends sipping their coffee like, dude, what the hell? I was like, You've, you're on your second cup, and what happens if you don't? You're a twitchy mess. So, yeah. pot, kettle, knock it off. Coffee yeah. is... I don't ever do anything every day. <laughs> you don't do any anything every day? Nick doesn't breathe. I, he, got, a, I got a few uh, sleep. A few caveats for that. And I, I think, I think I he means chemical wrong. or any kind of tactile. Yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, that's, that's, Grant, that's good. I don't live with Mike and get access to his kick-ass coffee all the time. If your, I pour, Mike, your pour over. Yeah, is. the pour over is a religious experience. Yeah. We do some pour over... Uh, um, I'm doing a French press right now. That's my favorite. French press is my favorite. And here's my newest toy that I love, the stovetop espresso maker. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Not that. It's familiar. like that. It's like that Italian or Turkish looking funny thing. It's like bell shaped almost. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, you put espresso grounds in it. You stick it on the stove. The the water boils, pushes through the grounds, and you get you get not quite like it's not like a coffee house espresso. But it's kind of between French press and espresso. So it's still super strong, super flavorful. There's a lot less of it. Anyway. And you like your, your coffee to be uh, damaging. Strong as it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're going to do something, do it right, I suppose. Yeah. The, the concept of decaf, I like the flavor of coffee. Uh-huh. I do. I don't drink a lot of it because it makes me mental. Uh, I notice a, a distinct difference in because I, I I've never tasted a really strong decaf. I don't think I have. Oh, it can be done. It can't be done. Okay. Then but, if that's the case, it's like if, and also if you like weak coffee, then decaf is fine. So I'm not judging anybody. Yeah. But it's also like coffee seemed to be wake up juice. There's just less options when it comes to decaf. That'd be like, like, so doing, they kind of go ahead. I was just saying like being do like, like do a line of cocaine that doesn't do anything to you. <laughs> wait, 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 a second. Like, wait a second. That's hilarious that you said that. Cause there's somebody out there that's addicted to snorting baby powder. So that is snorting cocaine that doesn't do anything to you. I guess it's the uh, it's that rule that if you can think of it, it's on the internet or exists. Yeah. Oh my god. And um, so she's sniffing like cups and cups of this stuff a day. She's kind of blowing it in her face and inhaling. She'll take a spoon and just like get in there. Um, and her room, she says she only sniffs it in her room. Her room is caked in baby powder. It's everywhere. And of course, it gets tracked through the house. So she just has this white powdery room so and is did she give a reason is there is it gonna harm her in the future i think she got addicted to it i i didn't i didn't do enough research but she got addicted to it through more normal means maybe she had a baby and was just like really into the smell or something oh great so that kid's gonna be fine (sighs) it's that was a weird one what's um, mommy doing oh she's just in her room caking herself in in baby powder um do you want to play outside no you're the weird kid yeah she's doing more than sniffing if it's caking everywhere, yeah. if she's eating it. She, there's something going on there. And I want to I want to swing back to coffee real quick. Oh, yeah. Because there are people who are not just addicted to coffee, but they're addicted to coffee enemas. 
Have you heard about this? Yes. Yes, I have. I've heard that that's supposedly good for you. What? Yeah, apparently it's good for you. That there's a reason <laughs> really? they, they like they. It's like a spa thing. Like people say, hey, this is gonna be good. Yeah, Nick, uh, check out why people put coffee up their a holes. Yeah, and see if um, any actual doctors agree with that. You have coffee beans. What are you doing with them? Well, we had a. It was everywhere in Nashville. Uh, there was some serious fly issues, and they were getting in, and they were buzzing around, and I don't like that. So, all the, right. So oh, according to the mighty Wikipedia, a coffee enema is the injection of coffee into the rectum and colon via the anus, i.e. as an enema. There is no medical, scientific evidence to support any positive <laughs> health claim for this practice, and medical authorities advise that the procedure may be dangerous. Wow, it's... Enemas carry a risk of adverse effects, some of them serious, including infections, seizures, heart and lung problems, and death. This That's doesn't the sound opening good. paragraph on Wikipedia. So I guess it's not good for you. Yeah, it's not good Who for the you. Hell told you it was good for you. Yeah, the uh, well, it was offered in L.A. So the uh, the poop shoot is a one-way tube. It's really, nothing should be going up there, ever. Agree to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling I know where you're going with that. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just saying that. Here's what I here's what I will say. Nothing should ever go up there that doesn't come back out on its own. What's okay. up? Kaylin's wife, Alicia, has joined the conversation. But she, I don't even know what she's like, mad at. What about butt sex? <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that's what I wasn't. So we were, we I love were that. Attempting to articulate that without articulating it, but I love that Kaylin and I were trying to avoid saying yeah. it, and uh, of course you came in yeah. and. All right. Well, actually, right now now we're gonna only talk about that. Yeah. Okay. Let's do butt sex. The, the episode's now butt sex. No, guys. no, no. It's we're the Joe Rogan of podcast. <laughs> no, the the topic. Oh. Because we could just call it butt sex. Yeah. She, uh, do you want to come in, Alicia? You no. can have a sit on his lap and, no, and we can talk not. about butt, butt no, sex. No, no, because I don't want to get riled up. <laughs> um, all right. So back to back to the coffee enema. The reason, yeah. so Nick, the reason, this is years ago. Remember, a lot of my information, and I always, pre I say this honestly, if I heard something in 1999, if nobody's told me it's not true or mm. if, it, if, it, if it's changed and I don't know, I don't change my thoughts. But I'm willing to. So I saw a special like in 2010 about people getting their butts filled with coffee. Watch this on TV. Mm -hmm. People got, it was, oh, you know what? I just realized it was Strange Addictions. That's we, that's this, the show where a lot of today's research comes from. Yeah, like Lady Eats Plastic uh, Caps and like these people like get like two coffee enemas a week. And so I guess it's not good for you. Yeah. It's not no, good for you. Like, okay. But, oh yeah, the coffee... Can uh, I put a conspiracy theory in here, real quick? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're not Nick, so you can be on mic. All right. Great. So, Wikipedia is a you know a individually sourced contributed site, right? So, if something holistic is good for you, then anyone who has you know that kind of army behind them could be a catalyst to get people to talk about things that are not good for you if it takes away or discredits anything in a medical way or a pharmaceutical way. So you're saying, way. Is, you're saying like, that people can, if, if like this is actually good, like somebody says, hey, eat this dirt and it's proven like, wow, this makes everybody feel better. But if big pharma says, don't eat that dirt, take our pills. You're, is that what you're saying? You're saying they bought Wikipedia? This just in. Yep. Wikipedia is a corrupt institution. See, Nick, the problem is I believe everything I hear until somebody tells me something different. <laughs> Trust me. And then do you automatically believe the new different thing? Yeah. And, and Yep. And then you're just stuck on that for it? Until he, somebody he, changes it. He doesn't it. like conflict, ah. so he just rolls with the punches. Like, oh, whatever's okay. happening. Okay. Tell yeah. him what he needs to do or where he needs to be, and he'll be there. Anything, anything you want. 
Be, just be the last one to do it. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. What's up? We're going to move on to our next addiction. I'm ready. This is a whole category of eating weird things. You mentioned like eating weird like bottle caps. Did you say bottle caps? Some literally plastic pla- some plastic like thing. Maybe like yeah. it was the squeeze it topper, and that led to like other oh, things. Oh, gotcha. Like, there was a whole thing that happened. Yeah. There is um. There's this whole new movement um about urine consumption. Oh yeah. That is supposed to like you know cure cancer and all sorts of weird stuff. I saw a show stuff. on this too, and this is years ago. Like this whack job is, like bathing in it and showing other people how to drink their own. Yeah, and there's entire Facebook groups and Reddit's and and entire forums dedicated to like promoting the consumption and use of urine here, here, as a medical a little, device. Here's something I'm gonna say right now. Yeah maybe it is good for you and and guess what maybe it's not but even if it is i'd rather be unhealthy here's that's a good point here's the thing if your body naturally expels it then i'm gonna say it's like if i'm a betting guy i'm gonna bet against it being good for you it's like it like your body processes it and that's the extra shit that you don't need Mm. now maybe it, with our altered chemical states, there's a there's, there's a case that it might do No, something. Nick. I don't think that's It's case. bullshit. You shut the fuck up. That's Here's what's happening. What urine could vary. In fact, I believe urine's probably good for you, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not drinking the urine. No, unnecessary. Uh, oh, funny story sidebar about urine. Yeah. Um, so they were trying to figure out Vikings would eat medicinal mushrooms and go into a berserker rage. Yeah. Uh, this is a theory that they proposed because... I think anybody who's eaten magic mushrooms, like, I can do a lot of things that involve laying on the ground, <laughs> leaning against something, <laughs> sitting on the couch, rolling around, um, walking around in a wavering fashion, staring uh-huh. at lights. Uh-huh. But berserker rage, I've not seen. So this is what they did. So they would have one guy in the, the raiding party uh-huh. eat a shit ton of magic mushrooms. He'd eat them all. And drink a whole bunch, and he would piss. And what they found out, and this is actually, I believe this part is true, you get the high, kind of like the the euphoria of the mushrooms without the debilitating stuff. Like you get kind of like the mind thing. I don't know. I don't okay. know how they separate it. But so the rest of the raiding party would drink his piss. So the one guy is stuck. He doesn't get to fight because he's gonna be like he ate all the mushrooms. And these guys all drank his pee, and then they get a nice little kick in the in the brain frame, and go out and murder everybody. And I was like, if that's true, that's awesome. I, I would imagine there are some liquors out there that would make a worse shot than piss, uh, like Everclear. Not a good shot. Not a good shot. <laughs> What's the one? It's something like Mort. Well, Mort. Lort. My my uh, own Ever, piss. Everlort. Come from Lort. It's like a. It's famously disgusting. There are a lot of weird ones. Oh, I mean, there's man. these shots they mix around that have mayonnaise in them. Like, they oh, do these no. gross shots. No, like, no, stare, no. like, frat sh- shots. But more importantly, so the urine thing is is been hot for a while. And I know people have survived on their urine in, the ju- in you know, if they're stranded. Uh, Kevin Costner did it in the documentary Waterworld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it was, it was filtered. It's a documentary. <laughs> it's, it's a future documentary. That's a good film. I like that film. You know I like Underrated. that film. Underrated. I know you do, and I yeah. appreciate that you do, because I thought it was great. Yeah. Mutation! The extended version, the bootleg extended version, it is on point. Oh, you got to oh, check it out. Check all right. Well, okay. guess what, guys? This is all done. Yeah, we're going to go watch the extended cut. No, we should continue the podcast.
Okay. All right. So a few other uh, weird things that people eat. Dirt, uh, which is actually called pica disorder. Hmm. Um, I did say uh, the, the dirt thing. I, that was Yeah, funny. you did. Uh, well, in some cultures, they actually do eat dirt as part of their diet mm-hmm. because they may have like, you know, dirt that's got a lot of stuff yeah. in it, actual yes, digestibles yeah. in it. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about like this obsessive eating of dirt as, oh, as yeah, yeah. you I, know, a uh, an addiction. Yeah. It's a strange world we live in. It is. Uh, but I'm going I'm to run through a few here. Um, people get addicted to eating soap or detergent. They'll eat chalk, drywall. There's a girl that was just eating drywall. She would pound, she would break the walls in her house and eat the drywall. Uh, toilet paper. And here's a weird one. Glass. People will eat glass, like actual glass. Not sugar glass. Like some some magicians will use sugar glass and just fake it. But people eat actual glass. That's I don't get it. Night, like that's a recurring dream that I'll have sometimes. <laughs> it's like consuming like glass and it's... No, it's not... Like it, it is disturbing. Like because you... You have weird dreams, buddy. Some not really, and really? that's true. I guess that's. Yeah. But I mean, if you're gonna have like most that's people who don't dream, dream. Yeah. my brother dreams about eating glass. It's generally like it's generally comes along with some sort of stressful situation or something. You know, it's like it's somebody like, needs to help him. All right, we're done with you for a second because I'm wor- I'm gonna pray, dear Lord, fix my brother and his broken brain. Now, let's <laughs> go back to eating glass. Now, how are their poops? <laughs> Oh, I didn't get that far, but we, you know what? Let's intuit this a little bit. Okay. So you're eating a bunch of sharp, non-digestible yeah. shards of... Quick pause. Thank you for tuning in, guys, and uh, this is the best part of the show. Uh, remember to uh, vote in the bio. Just trust me, it's worth it. Back to the uh, shards of glass. Do you remember that time? Remember when Two Girls, One Cup came out? Yes. And everyone watched it? Did yeah. you ever see One Guy, One Jar? No. Okay. Sorry, guys, that are listening live and can't avoid this. There was this guy who, like, you just see him naked from, like, the waist down. And he is a portly, not well-kept guy. Yeah. Um, and you just see him slowly put himself down onto a mason jar. Oh, yeah. And then he lifts up and the mason jar pops. Oh, wow. In his rectum. And did he do that on person? No, he wanted the glass in his butt. He did not want a broken glass oh. in his butt. Okay, so this is another thing. And my wife said, like, guys and gals and everybody, be careful what you put in your butt, which is a callback to what we were talking about, <laughs> butt stuff. <laughs> this is the butt stuff episode. It seems to be. But yeah. hey, I seriously, just every nurse friend I have, every, we, we talk, is there weird, like, this or that? And she's like, listen, there's not a lot of weird dick things or this or that. It's all about people putting something in their butt that shouldn't be there and it gets stuck or something happens. So stop that. Now or have a friend. Have a friend there to stop you before it goes too far. Too far. You know what's crazy <laughs> is there are glass like dildos and, and sex toys Those out there. Those are solid though. But, I think. Yeah, and I think they're tempered. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's not, they're not going to shatter like a mason jar. Have you ever seen a Prince Rupert's drop though? Mm-mm. It's like this famous science thing. You actually drop molten glass into water oh yeah it'll take this like almost sperm shape mm-hmm. and it is indestructible except it's very the very tip of its tail is incredibly fragile and if you hit that side with a hammer or drop it on that side it will explode the whole thing wow that's actually very interesting so now i'm wondering if um if glass dildos have a weak spot <laughs> <laughs> Tough one to research, Michael. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to need uh, about 25 glass dildos of different shapes and sizes. You know what? My dad has a shop. We can make some Rupert's drops? We're going to figure it out. Listen, we, I will not rest until I know everything about whatever. <laughs> can I be on the phone or there when you ask dad to participate in this adventure? Yeah, hope he pops by. Are you still playing with well, the... Well, every time I go to touch my phone, I touch the, the soft sand that feels like fur, and I it's really my, addictive. I miss my uh, Disneyland haunted should... mansion. Uh-oh. It's fine. You should bring you should bring that thing back and save the sand because I feel like there's uses for it. I'm sad about it. Oh, I'm sorry. So I throw whenever I get sad about something, I throw it in the garbage. Yeah, that's something that uh, for you guys listening to the podcast alone, you didn't get to see that part. But Kaylin had a wonderful little uh, hourglass with pink sand and black dragons on it. Yeah. And uh, as soon as we started setting up, we saw that. It was cracked and leaking sand everywhere. There yeah. was a thought about using it to keep track of time today because that's how we wanted to do it. Oh, yeah, because it's exactly an hour, isn't it? Yes, it is, and it's proper. Yeah. yeah. And it worked. Yeah. And, uh, but now it's no more. Um, All right, so should I should I keep going? Yeah, I want to know more addictions. All right, so we talked about dirt and how there's pica disorder. Here's, here's a version of that that I think you're going to love. Um, some people are addicted to eating ashes. And we're talking like cigarette ashes or, or like, you know, wood char, that yeah. kind of thing. I don't, like, I can just feel the grit on my teeth and I don't think I'd like that. So charcoal ash uh, is used in toothpastes. Yeah. And that actually does a pretty good yeah, job. Good I don't think that's what these people are doing, though. And maybe we could transition them into... I just broke everything. You can't shake the doing table. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing so good. I actually think we're rocking this one. This is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just, just any ash, any old ash, they're, yeah. they're getting after it. Now, what's the worst ash you could imagine somebody eating? Okay. Uh, well, uh, cremation? Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. On My Strange Addiction, the TV show, there was a girl named Casey who was so distraught by the death of her husband, she carried his urn around with her all at all times. And as if that wasn't enough to turn her family off, uh, she would also, they found out that she was also eating the ashes of her dead husband huh now the thing i get i get it true love is a strange strange thing Mm -hmm. and and the blurred line between that and obsession is complicated and and everyone should love the way they want to as long as you're not hurting anybody (laughs) i believe that here's where logic comes in and i'm not talking about eating the ashes it's the idea this you want him with you forever guess what now you're pooping your husband out (gasps) you're turning and now you're flushing your husband down the toilet from your poop. poop Yeah. Oh. Well, there were a, like a lot of natives and a lot of um, you know early peoples believed that if you ate the organs of a of say a, a lion, mm-hmm. if you ate the heart of a lion, you would get that spirit yeah. into you. I still believe that's totally true. So maybe she was just slowly making her husband part of her. Yeah. Yeah. See, the thing is that that's not the attribute. She wasn't like because if she kept the body and it's like I want to see I want my husband's mind eat the brain like. No, that's just the burned ashes of everything that's going to be pooped. Like when you eat the heart of an enemy, a lot of the cannibal tribes, you absorb their strength. You didn't keep the heart inside. You you pooped the heart out. Yeah. But God, so there's that, you know, metaphysical thing. So I, I just, well, as I don't want to judge too much, you're just pooping your husband out now. Yeah. Your husband's now in the, t- in the sewer. You pooped your husband out of your butthole. What happens when you run out? Like once you, once you have this addiction. Then you get a new husband, kill him, burn oh. him, and eat him. Could there be a serial killer that just slowly consumes their their husbands? You need to be running like you know a racket. You need to have like a few at a time teeter. Like you want to have a tier because you you can't just what like twenty, thirty, forty years. I mean, how much? I mean, let's think about this. How much would you eat a day if you ate like like 
a spoonful of egg. Yeah, I mean, how long would it last? Last a spoonful of sugar. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna do mine. Coming this fall, Mike Myers in the sequel you've been waiting for. So I married an ash murderer. Snap of the day for Michael Darling. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As long as we bring back the dad character. (laughs) Hit trousers now. Second yes. Lord's on a good thing. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's wonderful. So yeah. the ash thing, the the cremated remains. You're just turning your loved ones. In. Now, if you don't yeah. like your, if you don't like somebody, and you oh, want to kill yeah. them and burn them and eat them and poop them out, I mean that's an ultimate diss. That's true. That's true. And you could even go one step further and just feed them to your chickens because they kind of need like carbon anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pig farming. And then and then you literally turn them into chicken shit. You know, there's a funny thing about that little white speck on top of chicken shit. What's that? That little white speck is chicken shit, too. Oh, that that's a ripoff? Oh, yeah, I didn't invent that. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, you know a lot about chickens. <laughs> uh, that's a great movie, though, Pure Country. I don't care. I don't care if you like country or not. It's just a well-done movie. All right, I got. I have so many more. Let's just keep going. going. Let's yeah. fire them out. All right, so I got this whole uh, this short list here of like obsessions. Oh, uh, and you're gonna appreciate this first one: heavy metal. Why? Let me tell you this. Let yeah, me tell t- you this. explain this. Unpack this for me. There was a guy named Roger Tullgreen in Sweden. He became so addicted to heavy metal, and it took over so much of his life that it actually qualified him for disability. And now he gets unemployment benefits from the government, as he's only able to work part time. And uh, no word about how much those government checks go to fuel his metal addiction. So, uh, guys, gals, anybody uh, in the metal community, go to Sweden and try real hard to love metal. Well, I mean, would it work for other genres, perhaps? Not in Sweden. Sweden is, um, they're very, very liberal over there, aren't they? Like, they, they definitely have a lot of, of programs to help things. Uh, like I, don't, are... I don't know enough about Sweden, but I know that, that they, they have metal. They have a lot of metal yeah, over there. There's some great tunes up in those Nordic countries. Yeah. Well, there's your. I mean, I need to. I'm gonna send me that later because I don't love metal that. I love metal. Yeah. You enough, gotta... but not enough to do that. I wouldn't even be able to commit to the bit. Is there something that you could commit to enough that it would be like, like mm-hmm. a disability? Oh him. Yeah. yeah I think like. Easily... Yeah. What, no. What is your? Hold on, Nick. What does your brother love so much that it would become a disability? Uh, pedals. <laughs> Guitar, Guitar pedals? pedals? Yeah. No, I think I, I think if he was left alone that he would spend all day watching videos and playing his guitar pedals, and that's all he would do. He would do that and he would cook. Those are the only the, I think that he would be perfectly happy doing those two things. Hmm. If you could do those two things all day, I do believe. I'd get bored with it though. That's why you know I get bored easy. You know what? There is truth in that. I I, I am I get obsessed <laughs> for short periods of time with things, and then I move on to a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I think I you know what cooking on my terms. The problem is my obsessions are are I'm kind of the master of my obsessions. Yeah. Like I would cook every day if I had the right amount of time and wasn't in the way of anything else I would cook for my friends and family all day fantastic you know I love cooking he would do nothing but yeah. make meals and I think I mean honestly he would be that, that is the thing you're happiest doing probably nice yeah but not professionally feeding, when no, I did it professionally people, just like, yeah feeding people good thing you surround yourself with people that are um, hungry often hungry yeah yeah. yeah. you're a bunch like of fucking day. land piranhas thank god otherwise <laughs> I'd have too many leftovers right. what other ones you got next up is hoarding and you can hoard literally anything uh, of course 
pedals, like guitar pedals, like uh, like uh, weapons, um, books. What are you saying, Michael? I'm just I'm just looking around the room and just naming things I see large collections of. Mm. That's uh, is that what we're doing? That's, stuff. That's what yeah, just stuff. Shot glasses. You could you could hoard a you could. Hoard, like. <laughs> what's the next What's the next obsession? Is but it here, kicking the crap but, out no, of your no. tall friend? <laughs> But um, I've actually been into a couple of hoarder houses because we were looking to buy them here in Nashville. Mm -hmm. And you walk in and I'm serious. There is like a path through the house and on either side is six feet worth of, I want to say stuff, but it's not stuff. It's literally garbage. It's garbage that's just collected. We're talking old magazines. We're talking like kids toys, um, paper bags, just weird stuff that no one should ever collect. And it's piled so high. And... A lot of times, hoarders are also uh, not the best kempt people. Mm -hmm. The bathrooms are always the worst part. I can imagine that that would be a horror show. Yeah. I'm curious, um, and this is something I'm sure we don't know, but are what is the percentage of hoarders in America compared to other countries? That's a great question. I don't know. Nick, get on that. Yeah, dude, you're the master at this. Because, yeah. I mean, you see it on, I mean, it might maybe it's a psychological thing that affects multiple cultures, but mm -hmm. I'm wondering if our... If our evil capitalist pig dog swine actions have uh, have done something wrong, and I hope not, because I like to I like my stuff. Yeah, well, often you don't see hoarding in well-to-do people. Very often, usually it's poor people, um, and there is this this thing inside of us uh, where poor people like. All right, so if we get a new fridge, we're gonna get you know an average price fridge, and we're not gonna get rid of our old fridge because what if our new fridge breaks down? We don't have the money for that. So we're going to put our old fridge in the garage. Yeah. So just kind of take that, that. and <laughs> that's why I brought it up. <laughs> but we're, we're always keeping backups, right? So yeah. if you just take that a couple more steps you, and you think that the human mind never knows what it's going to need and when you're going to need something. Do you hate that? Like when you clean your room and you get rid of something and then the next week you're like, shit, I needed that, uh, that power adapter yeah. that I just threw away. Yeah. And so I think in some people's minds that gets amplified and they collect everything just in case. Nick, it so, looks like you got something. Hoarding is a serious disorder and it's only getting worse in the U.S. It, our latest stats are that 2.6% of the population. 2.6? Yeah. The, the overall prevalence of hoarding disorder is approximately 2.6%. So to varying degrees, someone 2.6% of the population has hoarding disorder. Uh, the on the, it's gotten worse because people are living longer and more people are like so. <laughs> we just have longer to collect things. That's well, that's like it's more common in older people, obviously, because it takes longer to collect things. So it's like as you continue to procure things, yeah. then yeah. the longer you live. Well, so what starts is, out as this a... article definitely says it's only getting worse in the U.S. So your premise is yeah. granted. All right. Well, we got to knock that off, right? Uh yeah. How do you do it, though? It's really tough to get uh, someone off of hoarding. I have a plan. Do you really? Yeah. Now, it involves one of the other episodes where I talked about uh, population. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, let me guess. Instead of 50%, you could just do 2.6%? No. You, I'm not going to kill. Are you trying to do a Thanos thing? What are you talking about? They based that character off me and some of my exploits. No, oh, that's right. That episode we did talk about if you had to yeah. kill. And then the I people. gave a really reasonable, not crazy answer, yeah. but we did take it. We didn't show it because. Yeah, because we were trying to get to 50%. About well, wait, yeah. I didn't show it. Okay. All right. If you haven't heard that episode, go back in our early 
early catalog and find out exactly how Halen <laughs> makes up for 50%. Because it wasn't just going to be random like Thanos. No. It was going to be like 50 very specific percent. And it was hard. I'm not going to say it was easy. <laughs> and I didn't like it, but I did it. Yeah. Um, what else we got? All right. So the next category is going to be body morphing. And this includes oh, like yes. um, piercings and tattoos, mm-hmm. plastic surgery, and even bodybuilding can be all addictive. Oh, yes. I guess the crux of what we're getting here, and we'll go into the weird body morphing stuff because I've got, we got stories there. But I, I mean, anything, whatever connects, whatever that weird connection is, and we're, ironically, like, you love something, uh-huh. healthy. You're obsessed with something, right. not healthy. And that paper thin little wispy silken line between mm-hmm. the two. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I think we have to be... Well, I think uh, the line of addiction is when it starts to detract from the rest of your life. Like if it starts to detract from your love life or your work life yeah. or other things that you enjoy or Balance. your family. Right? Yeah. If, well, you have to... And that's whatever's in your circle of, of existence. Mm-hmm. If you... Now, let's say um, I don't want to go out to so many dinners anymore for financial or health or this or that. I'm going to start getting into juicing. Cool. I'm going to allot this amount of time. If suddenly I'm spending eight hours a day juicing shit, I've gone too fucking far. (laughs) That's true. Unless you start a juicing business and it's taking you exactly eight hours a day. That would be great. Right? I don't think... I think I would probably just start juicing random stuff. It would be very productive. Like what? What would you juice? I would juice everything. All right. So like carrots and tomatoes and and celery. people. What? What? I'm saying if I got obsessed, I'm just saying if I got obsessed, when would I stop? I, everything has juice. Anything with juice needs to be juiced. You have juice. I'm just saying that's how it would end. But I'm not going to go there. Anytime someone calls like a, a body fluid juice, it's always really weird. Because like blood is, it's juicy, but it's not juice. Tears are not juicy. And that's face not juice. juice. Yeah, that's face juice. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. then like, you know, how sometimes you, Salty face you, juice. you pop a pimple and like some real juice oh. comes out. Like that's the real juice. I don't know why like that one very affected juicy. me. Yeah, yeah. You're, you know what? You're in timeout for two seconds. <laughs> Sorry, grossed me out. That's rare. All right, um, body morphing. I mean, I've known slitting, slitting the tongue, right? putting implants in your your body. There is one I saw this years ago on another special, and it, there was film. This was real. This uh-huh. was on the news. People were doing scarification when you cut yourself. Right. Stuff. But some of these people were getting shot. What? Getting shot with small caliber in like safe, safe places in their arm by experts. I don't know if there is a safe place. Well, apparently there's a pretty major artery there and a pretty major vein there. Yeah, but it was being done. People have like bullet holes. Like like, you could lose use of your arm. Yeah, if you do it wrong. And what if you hit the bone and you shatter the bone? Like you could die from a bone break. I don't know. Because I stopped watching it because I said, America is dumb. Don't do that, people. But I realized that that was just one small place and that everyone is, you know, special in their own way and there's hope. In fact, speaking of hope. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Vote. Link in bio. Actually, for you guys out there, it's going to be probably too late to vote. Yeah. Right? Oh, when you actually put this out in Manaria Land. So we're doing a special thing here, you guys. So, you know, just gloss over that. Just roll your eyes in the back of your heads. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we guess we could edit that out. Mike's not going to edit anything out. Fair enough. No. I'm not even going to Mike. I'm not even going to edit out when I move the mic. Listen. It's so loud. You can taste the barrel in our podcast. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I got two things to say. So one with plastic surgery, it's usually related to body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. Um, 
where people, you know, have this idea of perfection and they try to get there, but they keep doing surgery after surgery after surgery. And we've all seen the faces, right? They were um, very prominent in, hold on, uh, Escape from L.A. Do you remember that, Jim, oh, from yeah. the late 90s? Great movie. Yep. Uh, there was an entire, like, group of, of surgeons that just, they, they had done so much plastic surgery that their bodies couldn't even maintain them anymore. So they needed to use a fresh... They had to have constant fresh body parts to replace their rotting ones with. Yeah. That was kind of fun. I, I I haven't seen that movie in a long time. And I remember it being like totally panned, like a lot of great sci-fi movies. And then you look back and you're like, no, no, that was a piece of art. For me, it was the opposite. I absolutely loved it when it came out. But the rewatching, it's not so hot. Because I think Escape from New York, New York, which came out, what, 15 years earlier, yeah. was is act That's it holds classic. up way better than Escape from L.A. Well, yeah, because I mean, of the effects. Escape from L.A. is its own kind of thing. It's it's a fun side project of Escape from New York. It's not <laughs> yeah. even a sequel. But I mean, I would I would watch another Escape movie. I think there's they're talking about doing Escape from Earth. Oh, that's cool. With, talking uh, about Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah. Weren't they yeah. going to not use Kurt, though? No, no. They better. Otherwise, I, I thought it was I supposed riot. to be like his son or something. Which would oh, be really okay. Cool. I had heard about that. I love I love Escape from New York. Yeah, it's and classic. and it's I of course classic. I love yeah. Escape from L.A. But but let's do more. Yeah, I love that character. The character is just so cool. Well, hopefully that they have Snake Plissken's son, Kurt Wyatt, Wyatt Russell, I believe is his name. But yeah. but Kurt Russell still has to be in the movie being awesome. Yeah, he's still I awesome. I agree. All right, so the, that I that's a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and since I love those movies, let's talk about love. Is that a good is that a good one? <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so, of course, people can be obsessed with anything they love, uh, which, of course, leads to some of those weird collections. But there was a guy that was so in love with his car that uh, he was 27 at the time. The story was made. I forget where I found this. But um, he was so in love with his car that he actually had a relationship with it. It was a Chevy Monte Carlo. He named it Chase. And uh, he would <clears throat> find ways to have sex with his car. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, probably not that hard to find ways to have sex with your car. That's true. It does have nice cushiony cushions. Yeah. Tailpipe. But I mean, just, I mean, he's not hurting anybody else. Was he still? <laughs> Let's... I mean, it could be a little dirty and kind of rough. And it's always rusty. You like, you got to watch out. Yeah. Well, I'm, well, if he took care of his car the way it sounds like he did, that car was clean as a whistle. More importantly, mm-hmm. that one, I mean, was he going, did he, now, did he go to work? Did he, was he a functioning member of society? And then did he spend his free time? with his love which was his car in that case you're weird and that's okay but <laughs> but if he's not going to work if he's like if he's not being a functioning member of society and he's you know shirking responsibilities then it's like dude you got to get some help but if he's doing everything else and just happens to go fuck his car yeah fine and dandy yeah and there's a lot of people that are obsessed with their cars do you I'm remember that movie your car are you yeah I, I go to your house every now and then when it's parked in the driveway what do you what do you do to it i fuck it really is that because you're obsessed with the car and you're just trying to mess with mine? Eh, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I'm obsessed with your car because it messes with you. Uh, that's fair. And do you think maybe this guy listened a little bit too much to Queen's Breakout album? The classic song, In Love With My Car? <laughs> do you think if that's the catalyst, then the guy does actually need yeah. help? Yeah, that song was very sexual. It really, really was. Do you remember it? I wish we could play it. I wish we could too. Because there's a whole generation that has no idea, and and that's like the deep cut Queen stuff. Now, yeah. would we get we would get flagged on? Oh yeah, that's we can't we can't play it. Here, I'll just paraphrase. Yeah, I love my car. <laughs> I fuck my car. 
<laughs> put my hands on the leather seats and I fuck my car. That was the wrong melody. It was exactly right. <laughs> wow, um, all right, so in Japan, there's a lot of guys that are in love with dolls because there's too many men for the amount of women. And so some guys just don't get paired off. Uh, and so there's this huge culture with them, like either dating like a pillow girl or a lifelike doll. Here in America, we don't have that population problem. And yet there still are some guys who are yeah. very obsessed and very much in love with their real dolls. Real dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually got to work on this short documentary about J. Doll King Hefner, who had four dolls and he was in a... Three Paul. dolls? Three dolls? Four dolls? Well, it's a polyamorous relationship. It was a polyamorous relationship with, with dolls. multiple dolls. Yeah. God, that guy. Yeah. That's, that's stressful. I can't imagine. Yeah. And the crazy thing was, you know, I don't think he's completely emotionally or mentally healthy. But over the course of the day, I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. For you, this is exactly what you need. The worry would be like he becomes reclusive and forgets about the outside world and, you know, normalizes yeah. it too much and maybe starts to get schizophrenic because he's like speaking for the girls and they're speaking back to him. Yeah, you could see some wire crossing happening. But if he's not doing that and he's just having a good time with yeah. his dolls, you know. Yeah. Kindness and freedom, baby. But yeah, the reason I think it's unhealthy is because he pretty much spends all day at home with the dolls talking to them. And oh, then like, yeah, that's fucked. And, like, he's feeding them, like, he's holding food up to their mouth, just like, you know, a, a six-year-old girl would for tea time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, like, doing their hair and taking care of their skin. Like, it is an obsession. Okay, so, yeah, he's he's not going and, and he's not working at the bank 40 hours a week and then, ah, yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Um, you know, there are people out there. And, you know, there's a lot of problems, um, including suicide, which we're actually raising money for. That's true. If you vote, was that a good segue, Nick? That was fantastic. That was perfect, yeah. really. Uh, and in all seriousness, we're you know we're talking light and weird, and we're talking about deep, dark, crazy things. But this is no joke. Uh, we're raising money. Any paid vote that you do for the opening act competition that I am in will go to suicide prevention. Uh, votes are worth two times as much today, and this is the last day of this tier of the competition. I appreciate all of your help, uh, Michael. What else do we got? Well, we're, we're kind of running out of things, but I did want to mention something. And uh, we talked about uh, like bodybuilding yeah. just in brief. You know what I find is a lot of bodybuilders actually come out of like alcohol or drug addiction. And I feel like this is completely non-scientific. This is just me kind of deducing things. But I feel like there are addictive personalities and non-addictive personalities. I'm lucky enough that I'm non-addictive, except for coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And I feel like for a lot of people who are addicted to something, they actually have to move that energy to something else and hopefully something more healthy. Yeah. Right? Because you you hear about people who, um, you know, change their life. They might lose a lot of weight and they get really into healthy eating and like counting calories and they can obsess over that. And that replaces that obsession with bacon grease or fast food or whatever, whatever the problem happened to be before. And I think that's really interesting. Yeah. That it doesn't really, it's the same sized hole being filled with a better thing. Right. And, I mean, maybe there's deeper uh, mental and emotional stuff that happens to where you could actually shrink the size of that hole mm-hmm. and, and not just switch an addiction or an obsession. I don't know. Uh, but if that's the case, I, I wish there was a group of 
people who like studied the brain that somebody could call or go to. Wait, you mean like a psychologist or psychiatrist? No, that's junk science. Witch doctor. That's what I was doing. <laughs> Yeah, I thought he was going somewhere really healthy there. Nope, you guys can suck it. <laughs> you guys are cool, but these guys suck it. Never. I am a, a, a rep, reprobate. A, I forgot all about it. What was happening? What time is it, Nick? It's 10 after 3. Yeah. Oh, well, we've done it. Um, we're going to start about 3.30 for the next uh, bout. And uh, we'll see you guys in a little bit. This has been Manaria. 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 Well, I guess we should do the outro. Of the yeah, we should probably. Uh, I was gonna say we'll you're, you're jumping the gun here. I, well, I realize we're three ten, and that's okay because we were having so much fun. Oh, Just, what time does it stop? Well, it was stopping at three, but it doesn't matter. Oh, I thought it. I thought it was like every hour it was supposed to stop. I don't know when we started. Oh, I see. Your your AV guy's failing you. <laughs> hey, Nick, uh, defend yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right go ahead and finish us off all right guys this has been another episode of man area make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening leave us a thumbs up or a comment or a rating if you can yeah if you like us love us and if you don't like us have us in because you already stole some of my lines so uh, remember if you don't like us say uh, we yeah have, yeah it's we uh, if, if 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 you like today's episode share it with a friend and if you hated it share it with your enemies we'll see you next time guys Goodbye. Bye-bye. Man.